DS Army fam. It is NFL week 16. We got two more weeks. Count them, Brandon. Two more weeks of our season-long fantasy football. Of course, we hail from DFSArmy.com. If by chance you didn't follow the DFS Army draft kit and you're currently not in the playoffs, go hit it up. Go go to DFSArmy.com. Become a VIP member. Follow the links below in the show description. And guess what? You can go and partake in the sweet, beautiful art that is Daily Fantasy Sports. And game starts today, Brandon. And we are recording on the morning of Saturday, December 23rd. And there is a Saturday slate. Brandon, how, how the hell are you doing, brother? We missed you last week. Good, good. I'm a little stressed because my dog is barking in the background, so I'm I'm sorry to the audience. Um, yeah, I just, you know, last week was a <clears throat> little bit of a hockey weekend for me with my kids, so I wasn't able to come in and and, and uh, join you. But uh, it was a good good week. Uh, skip, crappy week for me in one league where you took me out. I picked you to, in our matchup. I picked you. I literally picked the man that did me in. Um, you know, didn't expect Zamir White to have 17 points. Didn't expect, um, didn't expect, uh, uh, Browning to have over 22 points. <laughs> didn't expect that. Uh, well, didn't, ex- didn't expect, didn't expect Stefan Diggs and Ayuk to combine for 12 points. <laughs> so that was a big problem. Um, yeah. So you so took I, me out. So it was a br- bad week. That's. So, so the, the the plan today, Brandon, is we're going to actually go through kind of the, the slate. We're going to have some overarching plans, but just in general, like you, you brought up a really good point. I, I had to do some flex starts because I was battling some injuries and I rolled the dice and guess what? I actually, I rolled sevens. I did well and I won the matchup yep. this week. I'm coming in and now I'm looking at, okay, am I going to be starting my de facto studs week in week out or am I going to be playing the matchup? For example, I, we were talking before the show. Terry McLaurin, he's been kind of up and down. He had his best week of the season last week. This week, he's up against the Jets. Do you start your stud? Or do you start a Mason Rudolph-led Pittsburgh Steeler, Deontay Johnson? It's 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 rough out there in the streets, man. So what general approach do you have? Are you more of a DFS style in this week? Because really, it's, it's it's one week or we go. Or is it your player studs, play the guys who got, here, got you here? Hey, man. Um... It just depends on what kind of situation I'm in. If I'm if I need to go for the stars and if I need upside, I'll do whatever I have to with matchups. Um, if I'm a if I'm in control of the matchup, I'm just doing everything not to screw it up, um, pretty yeah. much. So it really just depends on how well you're, how well ahead you are, or if you're a dog. Um, but I, you know, me, man, I like to, I like playing matchups. I like doing, I like doing that stuff. And, uh, sometimes it bites you, but sometimes, you know, it, 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 it can help you in a bit, in a big way. DFS, uh, DFS definitely has helped me overall with, uh, mm-hmm. set matchups and whatnot, but you know, you can get a little, a little too, you know, a little too cute. We call it. And uh, you can definitely screw yourself out of it, but you know matchups—you got to follow some matchups when when they're present. So, what's really interesting is, um, like, a legitimate question people might have this week: like, am I starting Austin Eckler or am oh. I starting Ty Chandler? Which, when I, yeah. when I go over to DFSArmy.com and I check the chalkboard, which is what looks to be the most chalky players on the slate this week, Ty Chandler is right at the top there with the 24% projected ownership in DraftKings. So 
I know you're kind of like a little bit reluctant to play a tight I'm not chasing those points, man. I am not yeah. chasing those points. I think that is full blown chasing points there. Um, especially when you're going against Detroit. I think that is going to be a hard team to run on. You could throw the hell out of it on Detroit. You could throw, you could, you could do whatever you want through the air. You just can't run it. And I just don't see Ty Chandler being able to get to do it with that. And I honestly, I think Detroit is starting to smell the playoffs now. And I think they're going to start really start locking down um, their defense and getting that really set up for, for the playoff run. Um, I'm terrified of Tyson Chandler. I'm not starting him this week. I don't really have him, but yeah. in that situation, I I just feel like you're you're chasing points in a lot of a lot of people are doing it, and I I completely understand because honestly, with the injuries this year, mm. you kind of got to um, you kind of got to do it. It's just insane. The injuries are out of control. I hear you, Brandon. I think it's just I. I Especially with the, with superflex leagues, man, mm. it's ugly. Superflex leagues right now, so you know it's absolutely crazy. wild. So I'm looking at our, like dynasty is different, but when you look at our season long leagues, we yeah. play in almost strictly superflex leagues, just because I found yeah. that those are the most competitive Same. and those are the most fun. When I'm looking at the people who are the teams that are in the playoffs right now, it's players that don't have these studs, right? I mean, we like to play in auction leagues, and the, one of our more competitive auction leagues, the two guys who have the by far, I think, the strongest teams. Shout out to, to Charlie and Isaac. Yeah, they Charlie. have kind of they have they've hot trash quarterback, but it doesn't they matter do. because half the league does too. The difference is you guys have hot trash, everybody else else has hot trash, but you spend all your money on the CMCs, the yep. CD Lambs, the Tyree Kills of the world, right? Um, the Puka Nakua's, if you went out yeah. and, and spent your Fab early on, like these are the types of players. Um, and it's just the way that the season's gone, man. Quarterback typically is not the most injured position, but for whatever reason, 2023 was just a wild, wild year for the quarterback position. Yeah. I mean, the last two years, quarterbacks have been getting hurt a lot. Um, yeah. And they, it just, I, I think that's going to continue. I really don't mm-hmm. see. I really don't see them being able to fix that. And I feel like there's going to be an adjustment by us where you don't got to have the most elite quarterbacks. You really don't. Um, Like next year, shout out, next year I'm going to be investing heavily in those quarterbacks from 9 to 12, 8 to 12, the Brock Purdy's, the the Kyler Murray's, the, the Jared Goff's. You know, oh, yeah. players like that, and then just spending like crazy on my uh, high high end RBs. I'm just gonna shoot for the moon. Get take the dive with CMC. Just get that guy on your team, and just pray that he doesn't you know go downhill next year. But I don't think he will next year. It was actually an interesting interesting t- uh, talk that I, I, I listened to with uh, Jax Falcone and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Theo Greminger. Um, they were talking about CMC and what his Superflex uh, dynasty value is and what you should be valuing CMC as. And Jax Falcone was like, he's my RB2, RB3. Yeah. Like, he is not – you got to treat CMC in his own tier, in his own thing – you can't just treat him like a normal RB because what he's turning 28 next year, 20, he's 27 this year. He's turned 28 yeah. next year. So you really like my, my principles say, sell him this year. Always like sell him this year. 
Um, a player coming off of an epic history crushing year like what he's doing and he's at age um, mm-hmm. usually would say sell him. I did that with a uh, uh, cup. I did that. You know, I did that with a few different players at their peaks and it's paid off. But with hearing Jack's Falcone talk, Fal- Falcone talk about, talk yeah. about it. It made, it made sense to me. You got to treat CMC at a different thing, different tier. This For sure. Of course we got, we got Isaac in the chat here. I, I knew you were, you were you were looking it's in shadows there, Isaac. Isaac. I know you were. I know you were. We got Ash going in. How's it going? Crazy. How twenty? Uh, yeah, no kidding, dude. I'm it thirty-eight is. and uh, twenty-eight. Like I feel young at a young thirty-eight. I think we're the same age, Brandon. And uh, yeah, twenty-eight yeah. in sports world is is out of the out of this world. It's ancient. What's going on? It's ancient. <laughs> so we got a, we got a question here from I think Chow Chad. Uh, this yep. sounds to me like more of a um, a DFS question. So. Maybe this would be a better question for the geek, but let's just, I mean, listen, we, we, we can answer. We got a good take here. Um, if you're all in on Mullins this week, would you double, triple, or even quadruple sack him? And with which weapons? I mean, listen, if you're going to go all in on Minnesota against Detroit from a passing perspective, if you got Justin Jefferson, you're playing him, right? If you got Jordan Addison, especially after last week, you can show how productive he is, even with only yeah, five or six good. targets in a game. I mean, listen, you can't, you can't bank on two touchdowns, especially against a tough team like Detroit, but and then TJ Hawkinson is is pretty much locked and loaded. So then you're going to quad stack. Then you're looking at Ty Chandler. And last week he had a 12% target share. So that's anything over 10 for a running back is a lead. So, I mean, yeah, you could do it. The one thing I'd caution you on here, Chow, is, uh, is that the implied team total for that game is only 22 points. Yeah, for, for that, that's, a, that, so, that's, a, that's a very uh, unconventional way of doing it. Um, honestly, I would probably stack them with, uh, Addison and Hawk and just pray that the other two don't do anything and you have, and you're a little bit different. And if you're going for big money, you'll be way different than the other people in that contest. Yeah. I'm just looking here. So on DraftKings, probably because of the salary, he's fit only 5,300. I'm talking about Nick Mullins. He's got a 12% projected ownership. Whereas on, on FanDuel, he's a little bit more expensive at 7,000 relative to the salary. And he's only seven percent projected. So, I mean, so you could Jordan, do it, but I, I will say this: Jordan Addison has a smash matchup this week against Jerry Jacobs. Um, Jerry Jacobs has been giving up twelve point nine fantasy points per game. So that mm-hmm. is somebody I would, if you're going to do that stack, Addison is one hundred percent in the stack. Um, he mm-hmm. has the matchup versus everybody else. So um, follow follow Jerry Jacobs to the promised land, Brandon. Uh, we're, we're kind of all over the place. I mean, we, we do want to go through the slate here, but I got a question for yeah. you. Like we, sure. every week we have more data every week. We have more data on, especially like the rookie class. Okay. Yeah. Like if you just, if you're, if you're in a dynasty startup league starting, cause they're going to probably start in earnest in January, February for degenerates like yourself. Um, and you're ranking these, these rookie wide receivers this year. Like is, so I'm really, I'm, I'm looking at, so Puka Nakua is in consideration. Yeah. Um, one. Is he, is he one? He's one. You got yeah. to. Yeah. Jackson Smith like, and I mean, is JSN two? two for me still. He's still yeah, two. And then Jordan Addison yep. or Zay Flowers three. is three. And then uh, Zay Jordan Flowers Addison is four. Three. Yep. Yeah. That's how okay. I so, got it. So, so basically, like the way that we ranked him at the start of the season, especially like the top, we <clears> called him the elite three. We, we, we were consensus that Quentin Johnson yeah. was a teardrop. And yeah. if you looked at our rookie Major. rankings, it was reflected that way. Um, but Puka's one, right? He he definitely Puka's one. Jumped. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't. Like as long as McVeigh is there, he is yeah. number one. 
dude. Uh, McVeigh is a superstar play caller, play, head coach. That guy is – if he deems you worthy, he will make you a superstar. And if you mm-hmm. – and Puka has done nothing – to tell me that he is gonna fall off a cliff this whole year, next year, if 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 it's Stafford and Puka and McVeigh, Puka is still gonna hold all of his value. And I mean, if anybody is scared about about that about next year, that's something that I would try and jump on. Um, Puka, I didn't see coming. I really didn't see coming. I don't think many people did. I think nobody there was a did. People, uh, Jack, um, Jack Falcone, and our boy Matt were probably people, the only people. <laughs> Brennan, Brennan, people like Puka. People yeah. like Puka. Like why? Yeah. Like Matt we, was on the show. Yeah. Back in March, before the rookie draft, and he was he was talking up Puka Nakua. Yeah. But nobody. Nobody I don't care that. who you're nobody projected this level of success for Puka in his rookie season. And then you just look, Lan, like he's he's he over he's overtaking Cooper Cup as the number one in that. He offense. looks so much better than Cooper Cup, it's unbelievable. It's insane. It's yeah. just it's just insanity. And and okay, so Chow, just to kind of put a bow on this, because we do need to get to this. There's no way he's gonna have set like obviously I think that's hyperbole, 70 pass attempts. But no, I mean, listen, the over-under for this game, let me just double check here. So the over-under for the game is 47 points. It is one of the higher over-unders, but I mean, the way that they're going to beat Detroit is by keeping the ball out of Detroit's hands, right? What is it? What is Detroit? Yeah, they aren't going to beat Detroit, though, offense. so they're going to have to throw. They're going to have to throw. The, uh, Minnesota is not 40. winning this game, period. Yeah. Like, this is – it's just not. The, the D- Detroit has figured out, like, it's time, it's time to play some fucking football now. Like yeah. you can see it in their mentality. You can see it with the coaching. You can see it how they're talking. It's a different deal. They they're locking in and they're starting to make their run now. Yeah, and and to Brian's point, if you're going to diversify, like Ty Chandler, this is for DraftKings, twenty four percent percent ownership. He's the highest off of him running back. Okay, um, get off of him. Jeff, just Jefferson, name brand, twenty three project twenty two point seven six to be specific. Get off but twenty three percent. If you're going to be different it's with the jordan yes. addison 4.63 percent percented uh ownership hawkinson hawkinson 8.85 percent and then nick mullins 11.97 percent i love that's that you're gonna dude. differentiate so that, if I you're gonna do cash point. games if you're not in cash games you should if you're doing anything you know not cash games ty chandler should not be in your lineup that's like the easiest chalk to fade to me yeah um the, and on the slate I like it. Okay, so this isn't really a flex play, but I'm just going to drop it because, hey, it's the last, se- last show of the season for us. He's my best friend. He's my pal. He's my homeboy, my rotten soldier. He's my sweet cheese, my good time boy. We got a lot of good time boys today, Brandon. I don't know yeah. how that came out. I don't think that came out the way it was supposed to. But <laughs> what we're going to do, we're just going to we're going to talk through the slate here. We're not going to dwell on, on any specific game, but we're just going to go through and we're going to talk about some of the players that we trust starting in fantasy or, or frankly, or hands off in fantasy. So let's um, let's go with let's start with the um, yeah. Listen, let's start with the Saturday slate here. So let's go Cincinnati sure. going yep. up against Pittsburgh. It is a thirty-eight point over under. Um, I actually mm-hmm. had the decision between Jake Browning and Geno Smith. I ultimately going with Geno Smith for obvious yeah. reasons. Totally. And, um, listen, okay. Totally. So in, from Cincinnati's perspective, like you're starting T Higgins for sure. Um, I know 100%. Tyler Boyd was a hot matchup. Um, one of the areas you can actually beat Pittsburgh is in the slot. So Tyler Boyd might be a hot pickup, but it's really, to me, it's going to be, it's going to be Joe Mixon. It's going to be T Higgins. And, and that's all. I'm Chris Brown. Chase Brown. to me. 
Chase Brown. Chase Brown is the other one that should be. He's been he's been just exploding the last two weeks, and I think they see that Joe Mix can't take all of the work. Yeah, <laughs> like he just can't do it. I mean, so it's a good idea to get Brown in there and mix him in. I uh, Pittsburgh is atrocious against the running back position. Um, mm-hmm. I totally can see uh, Brown making some big splash plays, but that's all you're counting on with him. So don't expect him to like get a bunch of volume. Just expect mm-hmm. if once he he's going to be highly efficient and highly explosive. Um, T. Higgins is going to get 12 targets mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. <laughs> I I I love the fact that T. Higgins is suddenly becoming like this this uh locked in nuclear option for for teams late in the year um which with uh, chase being down it's just i I, t higgins browning's proved that he can sling it um yeah i think i and brown browning has been nice like i've I've secretly been kind of like shocked about that uh but t higgins is totally in play i i'm not real big into boyd i'd rather go with uh i'd rather play the 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 satellite rb brown over over as a third option out of that offense, to be honest. Um, you know, that's just how I got it. How about you? Yeah. I mean, listen, Chase Brown, he's a, first of all, he's a Canadian boy. So shout out to Chase Brown. Yeah, he is. He's, he's an athlete, right? That's, that's mm-hmm. his, his superpower. He is super explosive. And we saw it like he can take it to the house. Joe Mixon's still going to be the guy getting the rock. And yes. listen, I don't think that they expect Pittsburgh to be able to put up a lot of points against them. So I don't think no. there's going to be a lot of passes. Um, implied team total for Cincinnati is 20 points. Implied team total for Pittsburgh. Again, Mason and Rudolph is starting for Pittsburgh. That's not good. That's not good. Um, 17. He's played with Deontay. There. I mean, he's he's got history with Deontay. Um, well, I I think out of the Steelers side, I, I would probably I'm playing Jalen Warren. Um, yeah. Jalen Warren is the only explosive option out of the backfield, to be honest. I like watching watching uh uh, Najee Harris is so it's sad to watch. It's like, it's like a mix between Eddie Lacy and Trent Richardson. I, it's just, it's, it's, it's a weird look. Um, it's, but Jalen Warren pray to God that George Pickens actually blocks his blocks the person on the edge. So Jalen Warren can actually get into the end zone. Um, that piece of garbage, George Pickens, if I played, if I played with George Pickens, I probably would lose my mind on him oh, for totally. the effort. That there is no effort with that guy outside of any time he gets the ball. Um, I think the Steelers are they're they're struggling for culture. Um, I think they're struggling for uh, belief in themselves, and I think Mike Tomlin, his voice is ringing hollow in there. If that's like the first time I've, you know, we could say that, that Tomlin's team, he's lost the locker room and uh, that that's, it, I expect some major, major mix ups in Steeler land for 2024. I stand by this. I think Mike Tomlin is a top three coach in the NFL. We have Pittsburgh Steelers and their fans. Like I, I, so I like to listen to a lot of beat reporters, right? I like, I like to get the, the pulse on what's going on in the respective cities. And right now, obviously, Pittsburgh, it's it's not looking good. It's not looking good. So um, bad. I could We could definitely see like Mike Tomlin leaving after this season. And one of the beat reporters, I apologize, I can't remember her name right now, but she was talking about like in terms of a team, it's there's no other team in the NFL right now that has a different perception of a team from a national market. So you and I, Brandon, versus mm-hmm. a local market. The Steelers fans, they want Tomlin out. We're like, wow. Look at look at the forest of the trees, people. 
He's one of the best coaches. Like, what's the common denominator here? George Pickens, mm. we said it. The talent is there coming out of Georgia. He has an attitude he issue. He is a knucklehead. There were yep. stories of him. Listen, this is all alleged, so I don't want to get in trouble here. Of him bullying kids with disabilities when he was in high school, right? This this guy has a an attitude problem, and he is infecting that locker room. It's not good. Yep. The talent is there. But, man, when, this, when Mike Tomlin this week – had to have a second press conference talk and, and address George Pickens and George Pickens' comments. It's shocking. It's outrageous. And listen, I, I don't want to block because I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> That's what he said. God. I know. It's like, okay, for one, you're not Tank Dell. Like, Tank Dell's a stud, but he's like 160 pounds, right? Yes. And, and it was on a run play and he was inside blocking. It's just a completely different situation. It, it drives me insane. I don't trust George Pickens because he's a knucklehead. Listen, could he have, could he have a big game? Sure, doesn't matter. But yeah. I don't trust him in my lineup. Let's move on. I'm I'm, I'm fired yeah. up. It makes me so upset. It makes me. Upset. Yeah, he's I'm an not idiot. even a Steelers I, fan. I'm not yeah. even. I, don't, I could care less about the Steelers. It's I think Tomlin. honestly, both I think both Deontay and Pickens have a effort issue, and yeah. I think they both um, should really look in the mirror and and see who's who's holding that team back. It's not. Yeah. Tomlin, it's you guys. Totally but, agree. Anyways, but yeah, we got we got what Buffalo in the Chargers as well today too. Um, yep. You got any fire uh, takes on on Buffalo or anything like that? Because the Chargers are dead. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about the Chargers first. Like, yeah. Easton Stick, you're not starting Easton Stick. Austin Eckler, I think you can start him. It depends on your options, right? If you're in a dynasty league and you've got other choices. Like I'm, I'm benching Austin Eckler in the one league that yep. I have him, and that I'm just, I'm okay with it. You just gonna have to roll with it. He could have a big game, but he could also bust. Um, other than that, Joshua Palmer, you can't trust him. He had a good game last week. He put up 21 points. Uh, Quentin Johnson, no no way. Let's, let's move on. Let's just move on. I don't trust a lot of those players. Now on the Buffalo side, Josh Allen, yep. of course you're starting him. James Cook, listen, friend. Oh my God. You and I, yeah. we were roasted by Mike Dickinson on this show, on this very show last season. Because we were so hard, high on James Cook, what's up, Mike? What's I would my no, Mike and you were high on it. I was the one that wasn't high. Well, on you James were off Cook on last it. year. Oh, I, I was off. I last year I was off on James Cook, but this year I was buying. Okay, there was a difference, but yes, I I said last year not to expect this, and they finally did it. I actually I'm I'm actually shocked that they figured out that they need to run the football with Josh Allen. Like they, just, you, Josh Brandon, can't do it all, dude. Josh can't do it all. Just look at Zach Moss. Like we hated yeah. Zach Moss, but like you yep. give him a little bit of volume and he looks productive. Yep. Um, Steph Diggs, you're starting Gabe Davis. Yep. If you, if, if nope. you start him, it's either 20 or zero. Like there's no yep. in between. No in so, between. Buyer beware. And then uh, Dalton Kincaid is not as effective. He's injured. When Dawson Knox is in and he's injured. So, how do you feel? I about don't that? see it. Yeah, I don't see that. I I see more Gabe Davis, more Diggs, and more Cook this week than anything. Um, right. Yeah, I think honestly, I think they're gonna just try and get out of this game healthy. They know they're gonna win this game. They, I, I just don't think. I just, if it's me, I because James Cook has been getting serious run lately, like serious yeah. run. I would yeah. almost lean, almost kind of hold back on him because this is a garbage ass game. I almost wouldn't want to use him too much in this game because of the playoffs are coming and we're going to be using the hell out of him. 
So I just don't think they need James Cook as much in this game, but he should still be productive and still be fine. But I just don't think he's going to have his ceiling game in this one. What I do like to see is that they're actually using all of their running backs. Ty Johnson got some work last week. Latavius Murray got some work last week. So um, if they're smart, they're going to continue to run the ball, which isn't going to be great for all of our Josh Allen managers out there, but or Stefan Dig managers. But you're still starting. I think Diggs has to get back in. Like I think I think they know that they're going to start losing Diggs mentally if they don't get him the ball a little bit soon, like yeah. this week. He's okay. yeah. I mean, you're starting Diggs every single week because of those blow yeah. games. Okay, let's move on. Yep. Uh, we already talked a little bit about the Detroit Minnesota game over under of uh, 47 points. Yeah, we're um, good on that one. I think we're I think we're pretty solid. Amon Ra to the moon. I think it's Amon Ra to the moon on yeah. that one. I I think uh, I think Gibbs and Dave Monty are gonna have a little bit of a medium game to low game. Uh, Minnesota's yeah. tough against the run. Um, I I think uh, if Gibbs is gonna be successful, it's gonna be through the air against Minnesota. Um, hopefully he gets himself three or four catches. That'd be nice to have him yeah. have a nice little floor with him, but I expect a floor game with Monty. I don't expect a huge game with Mont- Montgomery this week. Um, Amon Ra is going to get hammered with targets this week. I just, I just, I just feel it. Also, J- uh, Jamison Williams has a nice matchup as well. So I see, see, see some big plays, but you can't rely on him or anything yeah. like that. That's more of a DFS play. Yeah. David Montgomery I mean, he did get a 60% rush share last week, which we like, but yep. he's kind of like the Brian Robinson uh, profile right now, where if, unless he get unless he gets in the end zone, he's going to be disappointing. I'm in a league where I got to play him because I got no other choices, but yeah. it's, you're banking for that. I, he might get you eight, nine points without, without the, uh, without the touchdown. It's in, risky, but you, sorry. And in dynasty and in dynasty, David Montgomery is a full sell for me. So, oh, for like, sure. I mean, get, but move, for what, move him. Anything, anything you can, yeah. to be honest, yeah, honestly, because I, I, ex- I expect Gibbs to get more work next year. He's going to be a superstar next year. It's going to be insane. What's his contract, David Montgomery? I don't know. I think he's there for at least another two years. I think it was a three-year deal. Yeah, it was a three-year deal, so he's got one more yeah. year left. Okay, that's that's too bad. That's too bad. Um, I wouldn't take anything less than a two for him because he's still a startable player, but I can try, see Hey, try, try David Montgomery in a little – Second piece for 25 first. Yeah. You never know. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. Okay. On Minnesota side, we kind of touched it. We know, we know. I mean, if you've got Nick Mullins and you're streaming, I'm, I'm okay with it, but it's not somebody I'm going out of my way to start. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to the uh, Green Bay Packers versus, oh God, the Carolina Panthers. This game looks atrocious. Yeah. Uh, you, you talked about like Aaron Jones on the Green Bay side is the only Smash. player I'm really comfortable starting tucker craft man like he's been quietly productive so yeah. if you're if you're in a desperate situation and you got to start Tucker craft like, there's worse players out there that you can stream well it sounds like watson and reed practiced le- yesterday um so yeah. they should have their full complement of wide receivers but honestly if you're going by the metrics if you're going by what's go- history of the the year we all know start your running backs and yeah. pound the rock against Carolina Panthers, except for Arthur Smith because he's an idiot and he has only one of the best talents at RB in in in, in the league, you know. But that that I that it was it was there for the taking for Arthur Smith and Bijan last week. It's not Bijan's fault. Um, bad weather game as well. Smash Aaron Jones if you have if you've been holding on to Aaron Jones and you're still in it. 
this is the week. He That's absolutely the week. did great last week. He looked good, and he only had 50% of the snaps last week. I expect that number to go up, and I expect him to have a big week. I think he has 15, 20 points. Yeah, he, well, he had 48% of the snaps last week, yeah. but he had 81% rush share. So exactly. He was on the exactly. field. Using. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so just, just to your point, though, Christian Watson, he's still got a doubtful tag. So he oh, practiced, wow. he's still got okay. a doubtful tag. Jaden Reed's got these questionable with the toe, but he's probably going to play. He's playing. So, he's yeah. playing. Uh, on the Carolina side, you can start Chuba. No, Chuba. 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 Yeah, Chuba's okay. got a good matchup. And Adam Thielen, man, I'm starting him no. again because I don't have too many other choices in my redraft leagues. He's still getting a 30% target share. He had a 30% target okay. share last week. So in PPR leagues, he's got an okay floor of 10 to 12 points, but it's that, that offense is just putrid. So let's move yeah. on. Okay, next game we have is the Seattle Seahawks versus the Tennessee Titans. This yes. one is interesting to me. Here we go. Um, it sounds like while both Gino and Ken Walker are going to be healthy and they're going to be playing, which we love to see that, right? They've got the full complement of mm-hmm. players. JSN, man, I think he's slowly overcoming he's stud. and becoming that wide receiver too in that offense, right? Um, yeah. He's still only playing in three wide receiver sets primarily. Tyler Lockett's still that 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 uh, wide receiver too, but God damn, he's so he just looks so good, man. He the does that we thought he could be, like, yeah. and you're a Seattle Seahawks fan, so congratulations, like, yeah. they look good. Yeah, he. So here's the thing. So JSN, it as of right now, he is running all the stuff out of the slot. So Tennessee isn't the team that gives it up in the yeah. slot too much. It's actually the outside wide receivers. So this is going to be more of a DK and Lockett game. Um, I actually really like Lockett in this game um, this week because he actually has the best matchup of them all. As of right now, um, Jackson Smith is going to be uh, covered by Roger McCreary, which is the best corner for Tennessee um, out of the slot. He only gives up 6.5 face uh points allowed per game. DK Metcalf is going against Sean Murphy Bunting. Um, he gives up 7.3. Um, and then you got, where's where's that block it at? He's, I got to keep scrolling down the, the corner list here because he's so far down. Um, well, while you're doing that, uh, just to your point about the, the distribution, so 69% of the fantasy points are going to the wideouts um, versus yeah. only 31% is going to the slot wide receivers. So that's per Rasball. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's rough. It's, it? I'm still listen. I I'm still playing Jason in in one league because again we play in deep leagues. But do I feel great about it? Not really. But Not really, man. The stud the studliness just rises to the top. That that's where yeah. you know I'm dealing with a few injuries. Got Jamar Chase in that league, so you just you got to do what you got to do. I agree with you. I I I think it's just going to be the outside wide receivers here, and Ken. I think Ken Walker is going to struggle this week. Uh, I know. I just, I just don't, dude. I, I just don't see them. The way you take advantage of Tennessee is through the air with the RBs, and they, and Ken just doesn't get that work. So, uh, I just feel like this is going to honestly, it's a pass funnel. This is going to be a Geno DK Lockett game. Period. Are you starting like is Ken, Ken Walker? You're starting no matter what, though, right? Like, yeah, you got to. I mean, yeah, you have to him. if you have him. Yeah, I he looks totally. so good last week. Yeah, he looked great. He he was that Seattle offense up until that last yeah. drive of the game, essentially. Oh, dude, when he was that. running that touchdown, when he was running that thirty yard touchdown in, I was literally hands in hands like this, looking at it. 
because that was the run that fucking put you over the top and beat me in the matchup. And I was like, just, it was, it was awesome to watch as a Seattle fan. And then I was like, Oh, that's it. It's over. It's over. It's so, so, it's yeah. so hard to divorce our fantasy teams and our fantasy love for our real life NFL love. It's tough. Man. Oh, like, I'm dude. a Patriots fan and it's been, it's been rough on those streets this season. Uh, what, hear, about the Tennessee side? what about the Tennessee side, man? I mean, Ryan Tanhill sounds like he's going to be starting because Will Levis has got the a high ankle sprain. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, you're starting Derrick Henry. I kind of yeah. start, start Tajay Spears in a league and I want to kill myself. But I yeah, mean, he's got upside, but it's, it's did risky. You, as did, hell. You, did you hear Derrick Henry's quotes this last no, I week? What do you say? He, say pretty, he pretty much said that his, his career is over in Tennessee, he's done. So because he wants uh, out or what? No, he just feels that it's it, this was the last year for that regime for like that era of Titan football. Um, he feel I think he said that he it sound it, to me in the in the in the conversation in the quotes it made he made it sound like he's done in Tennessee. So Taji Spears is a major pickup um, for dynasty managers. If that's the case, I expect. I expect Tennessee to get themselves another RB though, um, just for depth purposes and whatnot, for sure. But Tajay Spears is super, super, super explosive. Um, Seattle can't stop the run, can't stop RBs through the air either. So Tajay Spears is a sneaky start this week through the air. If he gets some work through the air, I actually like that for DFS purposes. But D Hop is um, going to be on uh, covered by Tariq Woolen. Woolen has been giving it up this year a little bit, not like the Pro Bowl or the All Pro year last year. Um, he's not the same guy, it seems to me, this year. Uh, D Hop mm-hmm. can definitely get his if if uh, Ryan Tannehill is at least a little bit accurate. Yeah, it looks like the Titans have an out after this season with him. So he's got two more years on his contract. It's Can over. No, yeah, I, no, Derek Henry's. Yeah, yeah Derek Henry's done. It's just a cap hits for the next two years, but it sounds yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Derrick Henry will go. not be a Titan next year. Period. There it is. There it is. Well, I mean, he was, he was one of these players that was heavily talked about at the trade deadline as well. Right. Oh right. yeah. He, I'm, I'm actually surprised he just didn't get traded and do it. Um, I, I, if I was him, I would have done it, but you know, I, I think he, he wanted that. Uh, I think he wanted to finish his career as a Titan. Um, yeah. So I don't know if he's done or if he's moving on, but it sounds like at least he will not be back. So, yeah, he definitely isn't going to be back as the Titans, but he, I mean, he's like 30 years old. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's he's old. 29. He's going to be 30 next season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's that. Talk about ancient for for at 28. That's ancient for a running back, especially for yeah. a player of his style. Uh, next up, let's talk about Indy versus Atlanta. I mean, Jonathan oh, yes. Taylor is going to be healthy. So you're starting JT. Got to start uh, him. It sounds like um, Zach Moss is, is still he's questionable. Done. He's out. Yeah, he's, he's going to be out this out. week. Yeah, he's going to be out this week. He didn't. He's had zero practice time. Um, serious arm injury, it sounds like. Uh, yeah. Also, Pittman is back. He passed yeah. concussion protocols. Um, so you're so everybody's gonna be super happy to have Pittman. Um, it's a tough matchup, though. I'm not gonna lie for Pittman. It's a tough matchup. Yeah. Atlanta's pretty decent um, def- defense through the air. You know, Atlanta's been playing people tough. But the question of the game is, you know, what the question of the game is? Bijan? Is Bijan is Bijan gonna get 
the workload he deserves and for the matchup purposes. Um, I think because of how bad, I mean, Atlanta radio was on fire about Bijan not being used last week. So yeah. I expect a full, full swing <laughs> to, to Bijan this week because that's what these stupid coaches do is when they get yelled at by these fans and you're on the hot seat, they're going to just give in, dude. I, 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 just, I just have a feeling that Bijan is going to get – he's going to erupt this week because of what happened last week. So, so Bijan being a stud, Jack – that that's yeah easy. i'm i'm, um, I'm playing matchup yeah, the matchup the number 30 ranked defense rush defense yes check yeah. uh last week even though he didn't do much and on the season he's got a 16 percent target share check, check that's elite taylor heineke's in the game so they're probably going to want to run the ball a lot check for Bijan. drake london you're probably reluctantly he's starting a, him because you might have yeah. to but he's an average matchup average yeah, matchup he, he can do okay matchup. but yeah don't expect a ceiling game no, you're praying for the touchdown with Drake Lyndon, which yeah. you can certainly get. Um, yeah, Kyle Pitts, yeah. massive disappointment. I don't even like talking about Kyle Pitts because it's just frustrating. Yeah, all right, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, okay, this one is interesting for me. Um, we got the Cleveland Browns going up against the Houston Texans. Now, C.J. Stroud is out still. He's still. down just a couple Fuck. games. And that's, that's scary, man. Whenever players miss yeah. multiple weeks because of a concussion, that's never yeah, a good situation. Good. Um, Joe Flacco, though, man, on the other side, like he's he's been he's been studly three yeah. three interceptions last week, which we don't love. But man, if you got Joe Flacco right now, you ride in that hot hand. So, so this is how you're playing this: Joe Flacco, Njoku, Elijah Moore, and Jerome Ford. Those are the only people I'm using out of that offense. Derek Stingley is going to take Amari Cooper out of this game. Completely out. Like Derek Stingley Jr. is a beast, a dog. The Houston Texans secondary has changed 100% since Derek Stingley has been back off, off, off of injury. Um, I like, I really like Njoku this week. Njoku is going to continue this freaking run that he's on. Everybody's been talking about how many years have we been talking about the upside of Njoku, right? And now we're finally seeing it. We're finally seeing it. It's freaking awesome to see that because, you know, we've been begging, we've been waiting for the tight end position to actually kind of get some depth and some quality to it. And I think we're finally getting that, man. I think we're finally getting that where, you know, like if I think this year is going to be the year where you're on one, on the first place teams, you're going to see a variety of tight ends, not just two of them. You're going to see a variety of first-place teams with different ways of doing it with Trey McBride, Njoku, Jake Ferguson, Laporta, um, uh, La you know, Kelsey, and Hawk. You're going to see yeah. – and Kittle, and also Kittle. Kittle. You're, going yeah. to, you're, going to, you're going to see a major variety of tight ends, uh, first-place teams, which is quite nice to have because it was so annoying that you had mm. to have two players to be able to actually have an advantage at a position. It's just crazy. But you know, but now it's a lot better. So 2024 and beyond, it's good. That is going to be a great uh, value. You're going to be able to fade those top tier tight ends and get your value later, which is fantastic. Yeah. Well, then even even next year, it's Brock Bowers, right? Is yes, coming in and another, is, another guy. I mean, apparently, he's even a, a higher quality prospect than Kyle Pitts was. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, it looks good for. And you didn't even mention Evan Ingram. 
Like he's, yeah, he's and and Evan Ingram. There's another one. Yeah, he's been on fire yeah. lately. Yeah. So if you just rolled uh, Snake Eyes and you didn't get any of those players, well, too bad. Or or too if you bad. you know you happen to get Mark Andrews and you lost him, and now you're streaming a guy like Cole Komet, then it is what it is. It um, is. On the Houston side of the ball, I don't really trust any of these players. Again, Nico Collins. It sounds like he's going to be playing, but Case Keenum is starting. And you look at just the matchup against Cleveland. Cleveland is. They're an elite level. They, they are a Super Bowl are quality do? defense. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to play Nico Collins because you're going to pray for the target share, but you don't feel great about it. Devin Singletary, maybe you can play him. Flex. Yeah, you can play Jamie him Pierce if they can't. end up. You know, no, at, Pierce at, is at done. Point, Pierce is done, which is shocking to me. It's just That's crazy. Shocking. How, okay. So going back to the whole James know. Cook conversation, the reason you were so off James Cook was because the Bills love Devin Singletary. And well, size, but also Devin Singletary. Now, Devin Singletary comes into Houston, ruins my guy, ruins Damian Pierce. Like, yeah, what sort of photos does Devin Singletary have of all these coaches? Yeah, I know, right? right? Yeah, for sure. It's just crazy because I mean, Damian Pierce looked so good last year and he just fallen off a cliff, man. I don't, I don't understand, but hey. It's what it is. Running back yeah. turnover is crazy in the NFL. Like, you, yeah. like to be able to have a consistent running back is, I think it's starting to become like the the cheat code. It, like, if you have like it's become like what the tight end position was. If you have like a certain, if you have the RBs like CMC, you know, or Rashad White this week this year. Or, you know, guys that are staying on the field. Yeah, Travis Etienne. If you're getting guys that are staying on the field, that's the cheat code, unfortunately. And now, like, it's just there's there's so many platoon RB, you know, groups. Like, it's just it's just that way now. Like, it's just kind of crazy. what it is. Uh, Let's talk about the Jets versus Washington. This game's kind of nasty and gross and disgusting. Trevor Simeon's going to be starting, which, I don't know. You're probably starting Brees Hall just because Brees Hall's a stud. Start Brees. You're probably starting Garrett Wilson because you don't have any other yes. choices. You love Garrett um, Wilson this week, dude. Garrett Wilson yeah. scoring this week. I think Garrett Wilson is going to have a big week. Washington yeah. can't stop a nosebleed on the outside. They play man at the highest rate of, they, at one of the highest rates in the freaking league, and they have nobody to do it. I don't understand why they haven't adjusted. <laughs> like, why aren't you? He- why aren't you a heavy zone team if you got corners that can't man up? Like, I don't get it. So, but they're still doing the man. They're still manning up. Fucking yeah. Garrett Wilson to the moon this week. He's gonna get a. He's gonna have twenty plus points. Yeah, the thirtieth ranked pass defense. So that's gonna be good on the Washington side of the ball. Antonio Gibson, uh, Brian Robinson is out, which we already talked about earlier in the show. I mean, Antonio Gibson is okay, but I mean, we got him projected at 10 points in PPR, which I think you can do better, but if you needed a flex now on the receiving side of the ball, Brandon, it is the, uh, stone cold worst matchup. The jets are They're their best pass defense in the league. I am benching Terry McLaurin where I have him. Uh, for De- Deontay Johnson. So I guess it depends on your options. Last week, uh, TMC did have the best game of the season, but I'm yep. not confident in literally any of these players. Not confident in Curtis Samuel, not confident in Jahan Dotson, uh, not confident in Logan Thomas. So honestly, if you uh, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I honestly, if you have any other options besides Washington players, I would use those other options. Like that's right. just how I got it. Beautiful. All right, let's move on to the Jaguars versus this Tampa Bay. Now, this is interesting because we need to know if Trevor Lawrence is going to be clear from concussion probably I think today. He's going to play. 
We'll yeah, find out likely this afternoon he's if he's going to play. Uh, so that's going to be huge for all these players. Uh, Zay Jones, I believe, is ruled out. Is he not? I don't know. I was you just looking check. at it. Injury summaries. Yeah, Zay Jones is doubtful. So it doesn't. Oh yeah, like yeah. Washington's in. Yeah, Washington is in. Yeah. Yeah. So Parker Washington, <laughs> Matt, another I another like one him. of uh, Flex Matt's guys was Parker Washington in the offseason. Yep. Another fantastic one. matchup. Actually, bo- yep. this game in general is going to be very, very, very favorable. I think for the receivers. So yes. you're probably going to start these guys. I I don't have confidence if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play for the Jacksonville wide receivers. But all right, man. Uh, money this on the line. Are you starting Calvin Ridley this week? Hundred percent. I don't care if Travis or if Trevor is playing. Um, I'm playing Ridley. You play your outside wide receivers against Carlton Davis and this Tampa Bay defense. This defense cannot stop anybody. So if Ridley is going to have a wide receiver one week, it is going to be this week. Um, this is this is the week I've been waiting to put Ridley in. When I was looking at matchups on some of my dynasty teams, I saw that this is the week that Ridley was going to have a smash week. I love that. Um, I'm, I'm starting Ridley no matter what. I don't care if it's Bethard or, or Lawrence. I think Bethard is more than capable of throwing to a wide open Ridley, um, (laughs) in this game. I think, uh, ETN is going to struggle. Vita Vea is back. Uh, um, ETN is going to have a hard time running between the tackles this week. He should get himself some passes, though. Yeah. I, I expect him to get some good work out, out of the air. But Ridley, dude, he had, Ridley and Ingram have the matchups, okay, for the Jags. Yeah. Those two should kill it. Yeah, I mean, you're not pitching Travis Etienne because he's been so productive, and we just talked yeah. about he's one, been one of those reliable running backs, but he's going to be productive through the air. So if, if Jacksonville is, is devising a game plan, it's going to be to get him the ball in the passing game, yeah. that'd be productive. One thing I do like about Jacksonville is that they run uh, almost 62 snaps per game on the offensive side of the ball, which ranks number seven. So it's just, there's, there's more opportunity for fantasy points. And then on the other side of the ball, Tampa Bay, they're going to have to keep up. They're going to have to keep up. Start your Rashad they White. Yeah, they've been shooting out in every week almost, mm-hmm. man, with Tampa Bay. So I'm, I, I think Lawrence is going to play. I think, I think, I was listening to Pat Kerwin. They were like, they would have said he wasn't playing a while ago yeah. if he yeah. wasn't going to play. So the, I think he's training to play, and we're going to see a shootout with that game. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, listen, Baker Mayfield, he's been a great find for, for Tampa Mike Bay. Evans I, should kill it too. Mike Evans should kill it. I mean, Chris Godwin had the best game of the season last week. He had a 44% target share last week, which yeah. was the best because, on the season. Did you hear before. that? It was because his wife was complaining on Twitter. I heard about that, yeah. The week I mean, before. I don't, I don't know how much I buy that crap, but maybe. Dude, you, you never maybe. know, man. And Kate on, man. They have a fantastic matchup. It's it's the uh, number 26 ranked matchup in PPR for, for the tight end I like position. That. Kate Otten, he's been – if you've been had to, having a stream tight end and you've been playing Kate Otten, like you've been doing okay. So yeah. not, not, the, not the most comfortable, but I think that you could do certainly worse. Uh, I think a nice play, a nice play action on the three, you know, on three, two, two yard line for a tight end to Otten. I could totally see that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Okay. Let's move on to one of my favorite games of the, of the week. Now there's really, there's two games this week that you really want to have your eyes on. Of course, the San Francisco Baltimore game on Christmas day, but tomorrow Christmas comes early, baby, because we got the Dallas Cowboys going up, up, up against the Miami dolphins. And oh I'm just going to say, start, start everybody. Just, just start Every- everybody. 
Just start everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. I, I, I just I, – I think Tyreek, this is mm. – the Cowboys play a lot of man. Yeah. Oh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Tyree Hill is going for 2,000 yards, right? Yeah. I think he is going to make up for last week, dude. I think it is a complete makeup week for Tyree Kill. I think I could see him in the box twice this week because McDaniels is that kind of guy where he is like, you want 2000 yards? We're going to do it for you. Like that is, that is the type of coach he is. And I can see him just scheming up, uh, you know, bomb plays against, against uh, uh, Gilmore and with Tyree oh, Kill. Man. I think it's just going to, I think he's going to crush Gilmore. I think it's going to be bad. It's- yeah, no, it's, it's going to be very, very, very good. Yeah. And uh, on the other side of the ball, like Dallas is coming off a, a letdown last week. So yeah. it's, it's going to be it's going to be a fun game. I like uh, Fergie. I like Fergie this week a lot. Jake Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah. I like Fergie a lot. Pollard looks Pollard is going to struggle again this week. He just, he just Dude, it I think he's done. I think I, honestly, I don't I don't understand it. Um, I, I just saw that he's 35th for efficiency as for RBs 35th that is horrendous like he went from like the most efficient player in the NFL last year to this and it just it blows my mind that the I I just can't I just don't think it's all about Zeke being there or not I think it's I think it's major shift change in scheme um with with McCarthy that has created this uh the running game is just not as good um, as it was last year, because they just aren't using it as much. But I, 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 I love McCarthy. He's going to be throwing the ball. I think, I think Fergie's in play. I think CD Lamb is going to smash again. Um, and we're going to see if they can keep up with the Miami Dolphins. I don't think they can. I think, I think Tyree yeah. Kill is going to. I think, I think he's putting up forty this week, 35, 40 points. So if, if the season ended today, Brandon Tyree Kill. Would have finished with twelve receiving touchdowns, pretty damn good. One thousand five hundred forty-two receiving yards. So he's got, you know, he still has a little bit of homework to do, but it's certainly not out of the the realm of possibility that he's going to get to that. He's going to have one hundred and fifty plus this week. I'm telling you, yeah, he's going to yeah. have one fifty this week. He, yeah. they are going to. I'm telling you, McDaniel's. Ever they all know that these Cowboy games our big viewership, all that stuff. McDaniels has got swag to him, dude, as a coacher, coaching coach. He likes to get his players to show off on big moments. I, I, I love that. I love that about McDaniels. He, he thinks about that shit, man. Yeah, he is he a total – he really loves getting his players schemed up and, and, and dominating. And I just, I, I just think McDaniels is going to have Hill cooking this week. <laughs> so if my, if my math is correct here, Brandon, yeah. we've got three games left in the season. He has to basically get 152 receiving yards per game to hit that 2,000-yard mark. It you is it. absolutely in the range of outcomes that it can happen. And you we're cheering it. for it, man. Listen, I give me 200 this you, week. Come on, Tyree. Give me 200 this week. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace for those of you going up against Tyree Kill. Yeah. Rest but, in peace, boys. Yeah. Let's just let's let's, let's for for the game of fantasy. So we're cheering for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the Arizona and Chicago game. Um, uh, I like Hollywood Browns. I like this out. game. Can try, you, you like this game? I like this game. I think this game shoots out. Um, I think Justin Fields has a rushing touchdown this week. I think Justin Fields gets D, DJ Moore 
this week hits DJ Moore for big touchdown plays. Um, I think Kyler Murray is going to feed the living hell out of Trey McBride. Trey McBride is going to get, he's going to end up in the end zone. I could totally see him having a monster game. Michael Wilson is back. Isn't he? Michael Wilson's back. He's healthy. Um, I think he has a nice game. If you're, if you want a nice sneaky play in DFS for value, Michael Wilson um, is, is one of those guys. uh, The, the bears give up, they, I think they gave up seven points, seven point two points per game to the slot position, a wide receiver slot position. So that is a is top one of the top plays of the week out of the slot um, to attack. I think James James Connor is a monster play this week as well. Um, I, I really think this game is going to be a lot of points, even though it's two garbage teams. I think it's going to have a lot of points in it. What's really interesting is that Justin Fields in interviews this week, it's it sounds like he's kind of like, you know, thank you for Chicago for this opportunity. Oh, the he's out. Talking, <laughs> the way he's talking, it's it's almost a foregone conclusion at this point, which I get, right? If they're going to change yeah, he's the out. coaching regime, like it's just they're going to start fresh. And and you brought up a really good point. If Justin Fields has done enough, I think, to, to say he deserves to be a starter in the NFL. But when oh, yeah. he can get off of his, his and just reset that rookie contract wage scale, and build around him. And then you have a stud like a DJ Moore to kind of be that number one wide receiver for a young, yeah. likely Caleb Williams coming yeah. in. Has Caleb declared yet, Brandon? Uh, he, I don't think he's declared, but he said he isn't playing the bowl game. So he's declared. So he's probably going to be playing. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. He's, he's, um, he's not playing. What, what about uh, like the running backs? Deontay Foreman, Roshan Johnson. It is the best. It's the I'm number out. three or two ranked. You're out, but both they, they've oh, got no. the stone best matchup this week. I got it. I, I understand. Good luck trying to figure out which one. That's why I'm telling you Justin Fields is going to run it, run one in. This is a showcase game for Justin Fields for next Ooh, year. Yeah. He needs to dominate this game, dude. And They're going to get a one, right? They're going to get a one for Justin Fields, I would think, they right? Should, I, a bot, I, I think a bottom end one, yeah, they got to. But I'm just telling you, he I guarantee, if I was his agent, I would say Justin – you have to dominate this game. This yeah. game is going to tell me who you're going to get traded to. <laughs> like yeah. you, you, This is going to be the game. They're, they're going to be watching these last few games to see what you do. And this is a plus matchup for you, Justin. So you yeah. better fucking perform. Like that's what I would tell him as an agent. Um, so I, I understand it's kind of, it'd be tough because of the, the, the division they're in, but I could see Justin Fields being a really good fit in Minnesota. Now, whether or not they would ever trade it to Minnesota, I don't think that's realistic. They will, but he would be a great he would be a great fit. You've, I, you've I, I, I like it. Dome Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah. I'm telling you, Atlanta's the one. That's, that's, yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta makes a lot of sense. Tons out of the division. Ooh, I, I, oh, that makes me that makes me tingle Dude, inside. Man. That's why I'm buying Drake imagine? London. I'm buying Kyle Pitts. I'm buying Bijan. Like before the actual trade happens, because I think that is super viable. All right, really let's bad. talk about a trashy, trashy McTrash game, which is still the evening game, which is wild to me on the twenty fourth. But the Patriots going up against Denver Broncos. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say about this game. Sutton like, and Zeke, and that's it. All right, Sutton Zeke, that's it. I'm okay starting Demario Douglas just if in a PPR league as a flex two, like as your second flex, like you can start Zeke, Douglas. I, I actually like Zeke bouncing back this week. I think he has a nice bounce back week. Um, on, he Demandre's plays on out. a short. 
yeah, Ramondre's, yeah, Ramondre's out. Yeah, like yeah. Ramondre's out. Like there's nothing else. Um, I, I, this is a good matchup uh, against the, you know, Denver's like bottom five against the yeah. RB position. Bottom, so bottom two. Yeah, bottom two. There you go. Bottom two. So start Zeke. Enjoy. I mean, it's a it's a nice you know a nice get if you have Zeke right now. All right, Kansas City versus Las Vegas. I don't know what to believe with Las Vegas, but Josh Jacobs will starting, play. Yeah, you're starting Devonte. You're probably starting Jacoby. I've I've heard a, a few smart no people Jacoby. out there because of the matchup that people a lot of people are fading Jacoby. He's getting this. Yeah. Like I still like his 20 percent target share, man. Like I don't care. He's playing against uh, uh who's the freaking slot out of out of Kansas City? I forget his name. He's a stud though. Um, yeah, I'll find it real quick here. But go ahead. Okay. Uh, okay, and what uh, Josh Jacobs or Zamir White, whoever starts, it sounds like Josh Jacobs is going to start. He's playing. He's hopefully, playing. yeah, hopefully you've got Zamir White just in case. But uh, obviously you're starting Josh Jacobs. So and Trent McDuffie is the one is is going to be covering okay. Jacoby, and Trent McDuffie is yeah. a stud. Um, he's been he's really good all year. Um, so Pacheco, I think Pacheco is going to play like this week. Pacheco's- yeah. Here's the thing, and so this is a so one of the Scary. one of the fantasy doctors is Dr. Jesse Morse, and he Scary. he is convinced that it's it's too soon for Pacheco to be playing because that he shoulder just injury. had surgery. The nature of the injury, it, there's a high high probability of re-injuring it. It sounds like yeah. not okay. a doctor, but that's what it sounds like. So if you have Pacheco, you got to do could, it. You got to kind of start him, and obviously you can't play CMC or Jake McKinnon, right? If Pacheco plays, or or can you? As a flex, we're talking. We're like a flex too. I would. I. I mean, if if Pacheco's playing, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, me McKinnon's been. McKinnon's been was on the injury report. I know. See, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire had a personal day too, um, yeah, so he didn't guy. practice. Uh, but I'm telling you, Pacheco's a tough guy. I, I understand what that that doc is saying, but doctors are proven wrong every fucking day. Um, so let's let's just you know. Take the shot, Pacheco, and and do work. I, I think say. he's gonna. That's exactly what he's gonna do. Um, you got to play him if you got him. Um, you've been waiting for this. Uh, he's got a great matchup. I like Rasheed Rice this week a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Rice gets in the box this week. Um, he he's got himself a good matchup, and he's been getting so many red zone looks. Like yeah. it's crazy how much how many red zone looks he's getting. And with all this Tony drama, I think Tony's role will be. Smaller and smaller as the as it gets more serious uh, into the playoff run. Um, Kelsey looks like he's old. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm just praying that he gets me his value that he's projected to get. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> that's all I'm asking for with him. And that's about it uh, for for me on that game. Okay, fair enough. Let's move on. We only got two more here. Philadelphia Eagles versus the oh. New York Giants. I still think you're starting your studs, right, for the, the Eagles. You're starting Jalen. You're starting DeAndre yeah. Swift. You're starting AJ Brown. You're starting Devonta Smith. Starting Dallas Goddard. What about Gainwell yeah. in, a, in a pinch? If you're, if you're so Gainwell? Yeah. You're starting, he's getting more usage every single week, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah, he is getting more work than I'm I'm comfortable with as a Swift yeah. owner. Frankly, um, yeah. But it's actually kind of ugly when he comes in because uh, it, it kind of throws the rhythm off a little bit to me. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going there, but I, I would find I a different either. way. Yeah, okay. I think that's fair. I think that's the right answer. I would find a different and then on the Giants side of the ball, I mean, if you somehow made it with Saquon Barkley, you're probably starting him despite the fact that it's an extremely tough matchup. Um, 
if you have any of these wide receivers, the only one I'd be willing to start would be Wendell Robinson. Wendell no, Robinson. It's Darius Slayton. Slayton's going to be getting oh. Bradbury. Okay. They they all and and even Darius Slayton, his his target share is, is definitely increasing. So I don't mm-hmm. love it. It's way too I risky hate in it. my opinion. But <laughs> desperate times. What about Darren Waller? He had a 17% target share last week. So you probably if you can sit him, I I would. I just don't yeah, I, I don't trust him. Yeah. Okay, enough enough said. Next. Let's finish her out yep. here because we're at an hour. San Francisco yep. versus Baltimore, brother. Here Start we go. Start your studs, man. Start your studs. Yeah. Odell's gonna be out, it sounds like, right? Yeah. Odell's out. He has the I wish he was healthy, dude. He had the matchup. Um, Zay should be getting so many targets in this game. I could see yeah. him just getting maybe Bateman can have himself a little blow-up game if Odell is out. But me, honestly, but. he hasn't. He he's done absolutely nothing. He's dead to me. But I'm just saying, for like DFS purposes, if you want to get weird, yeah. um, that that could be something. But I think Lamar Jackson is just going to have to run his ass off in this game. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have to get 100, like 80 to 100 yards rushing to win this game. You don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. It's going to be yeah. a Lamar game. It's going to be this is if if Lamar. Listen, I think the winner of this game is going to be the winner of the MVP. Period. It's going to be either Brock Purdy and I and I don't think. Listen, I don't Brock think Purdy or Brock Lamar. Purdy, I think, yeah, I think those are the top two in in running. It should either be a Tyreek Hill or a CMC, as far as I'm concerned, or Lamar. But if Brock Purdy has a good game this week again, I think he's and they win. It's going to be Brock Purdy or Lamar. If Lamar wins, he's pretty much he's cashed in the MVP vote, as far as I'm concerned. What about Isaiah Likely? He has been quietly productive. He's good. He, you yeah. can totally play him. Play him. Yeah. yeah. Like he is definitely viable. Um, he, he especially against this secondary, because like because you can it's just there's gonna be a lot of play action. And there's gonna and I think there's gonna be a lot of room for Isaiah likely if if they do the play action correctly and move Lamar a little bit. They're gonna he's gonna be dragging across and getting himself some easy yards. I think he's gonna have some Absolutely. easy receptions in this game. Um, but yeah, I think you're going to, he's going to have red zone looks. I think Gus Edwards is in, in play as well. If you are looking for a RB, um, yeah. with Mitchell going down with that severe ACL, which was sad yeah. to watch, man, his yeah. leg just oh, bent. It was, it was gross looking cause he, yeah. but he was fun to watch. Um, I think next year he's a nice guy to go get in this off season, um, just to go get for, for deep stash next year, yeah. but Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards is going to get a touchdown. He is going to get a red zone touchdown. He's not going to get big plays, but he will get you touchdowns. Uh, J.K. Dobbins has gone after this year. Derrick Henry, Baltimore Raven, who says no. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, that uh, would be it's nice. our offense. And then on the San Francisco side, I get if you're looking at your matchups, it's a whole lot of red. I get it, but you're starting your sides. Doesn't period. matter. Start, Doesn't start matter. Rock, it, CMC, Debo. Ayuk, even after a soft week last week. I'm so mad Ayuk. at Ayuk, dude. I'm so mad at Ayuk. He's been oh my god, I'm so mad. He he ruined my ruined that team. I can't believe that. But yeah. it's just all good. It's all good. Uh Ayuk, of course, man. Ayuk had had the smash smash matchup last week. He'll probably blow up this week, right? That's just how <laughs> so, it is, brother. That's probably how it works. It's all good. So that's it. A little bit different style, man. We're going through every game. It's kind of fun, though. Like you just yeah. dissect each game and you look at every sure. more of a broader perspective, which I enjoy. Um Good luck in your fantasy football semifinals yeah. and hopefully you yeah. make it to the finals, all of you next week and good luck there. Listen, for those of you, this is my last, this is my last recording of the season. Oh, I say season until January, right? I'm going to miss next week. 
Merry Christmas to all you, those who celebrate. Happy holidays to everybody else. Be safe. Be safe. Do not drink and drive. Please call an Uber. Call a Lyft. Call your mom, whoever. Don't drink and drive. Be safe out there this holiday season. And have some fun with the family. Now is the time to yep. just sit back, relax, watch a little football on Christmas Day, and just recharge that recharge that battery, man. Brandon, it's been an absolute pleasure broadcasting with you this season. Let's yeah. let's let's cash some freaking checks, man. Let's go and finish, get across the finish line in our playoff fantasy football pools. And listen, after the season goes is is over, and you've got all that cash sitting in your bank account, go to dfsarmy.com. Get a VIP membership and go play all of those playoff slates, man, because those are fun. For Brandon, I'm Flex Shane, and we are the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. Go crush souls.